You're listening to All Things Crime, brought to you by Abject Entertainment. Be sure to check out some of the other great true crime podcasts from this network, including The Murder in My Family, Missing Persons, DNA ID, Scene of the Crime, Three Men and a Mystery, and Zodiac Speaking. All of these podcasts are available for you to binge on right now, wherever you listen to podcasts. Subscribe where you're listening to this podcast so you don't miss an episode. Warning. All Things Crime is a true crime production that may contain violent or disturbing material. Viewer or listener discretion is advised. Hey guys, Jared here. I am in Huntington, West Virginia. And this is one of those trips where, honestly, I do not mind a little travel because this place is flat out beautiful. I was out here training Marshall University on their new MVAC system. And man, alive, uh, what a great trip. So wanted to talk a little bit about what's going on here. And because I think it's I think it's so indicative of exactly what's happening in most of, like, especially middle America. And, you know, this town used to be just a thriving uh, coal town. It, the, the headquarters of uh, the big railroad was here, and I think it's called CRX. And it was just a thriving community, but with different administrations, different uh, politicians that have, that have come in. This place has been devastated. Uh, you know, headquarters have moved out. I think really the only major thing that's still here, uh, I mean, there's still some coal mines and industry and stuff here, but uh, a, a number of really big corporations have moved out of here. Marshall University is obviously still here, and they're, um, they're growing and a great university. And um, I really expect some amazing things to happen with Marshall University and the MVAC system, and I'm excited about that. But uh, when I see this this community here, and I see the pride, I see the uh, the number of people that are here that are here to stay. They've grown up here. They love it here. And who couldn't? You know, it's just absolutely gorgeous here. Uh, it's uh, early December, and yet we're still in the 50s and 60s. And I don't know if that's normal for this time of year around here, but uh, pretty gorgeous, and I'm I'm sitting actually right next to the Ohio River. I would be walking alongside the Ohio River, but it's pretty windy today, so I wanted to be able to just make this make this recording really quick. I'm gonna um, include some footage from Marshall University and from some of the folks that were there that I met with yesterday. And man, what a great time! What a great time we had uh, training them on the MVAC and talking about law enforcement, talking about cases, and talking about just um, kind of what crime has done to this community and some of the things that um, 
um, yeah, it's just it's just a shame what's going on here. And one of them in particular was how this community has been absolutely devastated by opioids, heroin, you know, illegal drugs. It's incredible that uh, some of the industry, including the pharmaceutical and even the the airlines, have created like a almost a super highway into Huntington in order to um, feed the opioid, uh, opioid, sorry, um, and the heroin addiction that's here. And, you know, that, that is, you look back at the problems with some of the pharmaceutical companies that have politicians in their, um, and, and especially if you think about some of the politicians that have been in this, uh, in West Virginia for decades and generations, then, uh, you can trace a lot of that back to them and some of their relatives. Uh, you can also look at the open borders, the amount of uh, drugs that are flowing through our open borders. Um, a lot of that is um, is stemmed from uh, politics and from people that just turn the, a blind eye and allow it to happen. And the biggest problem with that is the people that uh, are suffer the most are the ones that a nice little uh, rice burner that just drove by, but um, the ones that suffer the most are the the poor and the middle class. It's usually not the politicians. It's not the people that are in power. It's not the people that uh, are in the upper echelons of corporations. Those people have their own uh, security. They have their own ways of shielding themselves and their family away from that kind of crime. And uh, so a lot of a lot of the people that suffer are even the poor and the middle class and it's it's shameful and a lot of the stuff that happens to the poor and the middle class uh, the the upper class has completely shielded themselves from it and personally I think it's it's uh, it's criminal and but the interesting thing is the pride of a community is what holds it together and so even when a community is absolutely devastated. For example, I mean, these guys obviously have the majority of their economy is based on coal and based on energy. And when different administrations come in and pass different kind of laws and regulations, it, it to a community like this, it can absolutely devastate them. And that's exactly what is happening right now with uh, Huntington and most of West Virginia. And uh, I, I hope that you know, the, the extreme measures that are being taken right now uh, are tempered a little bit because uh, it's, uh, you know, I, I grew up in Idaho and it's, it's affecting Idaho in different ways, obviously, but it still affects us in, in major ways. So, yeah, it's a beautiful community. If you ever get the chance to, to visit uh, Huntington, uh, Marshall University, I, I've, I'm going to include some footage here, especially... Um, Oh, and in fact, that uh, to switch gears a little bit to Marshall University, I'll tell you, I, I walked around a little bit, and if you've ever seen the movie uh, We Are Marshall, stars Matthew McConaughey, and it, it focuses on the plane crash that killed the majority of the football team, the coaches, uh, and a lot of the, it actually 75 people in total died from that plane crash, and it completely devastated 
the Marshall University football team. I believe it was 1971, either 70 or 71. And they, they made that movie out of it. And uh, I, I was really happy to hear that the movie, for the most part, was uh, based on, on actual facts and really cool. So I was able to go on to Marshall and go see the memorial fountain that they dedicated to the 75 people that died and you know the movie really focuses on um, the football team but what what i didn't know and what i sure a lot a lot of people don't know is that there were very very influential people from the community that were also on that plane business leaders religious leaders uh, the coaches obviously a lot of uh, just very very influential people and so it didn't just affect the football program it affected the entire community but what happened was the entire community uh, came came together and they rebuilt that program and if you ever have a chance to watch that movie you just absolutely have to and then um, yeah I was able to walk around and you know it was also cool uh, you know we're in December now and um, I, I think it was the the noon bells started uh, chiming and they were playing Christmas carols with the the bells on on campus so it's awesome to see a university that still has some good values Um, I'm sure on some of the other more liberal campuses around the around the country that would not happen so yeah I'm gonna include uh, some of the footage that I took yesterday and and talking about uh, Marshall University and their forensics program and it's it just amazing stuff and so I hope even in future episodes we can get the the founder of the forensics program on here so here you go so a local glass company called Blinko Glass uh, made this stained glass uh, to memorialize Dr. Finger, the founder of the Forensic Science Center, and they created the idea of putting a DNA strand. So if you step back, you can see the double helix winding down through the stained glass. But also what you see over here are red, yellow, and green lines. And if you look at it sideways, that's actually a DNA profile. Specifically, it's called Profile or Plus uh, DNA Profile, but that's Dr. Finger's profile. So they did that for him to kind of memorialize him in the, in the building here at the Forensic Science Center. A student did this painting um, in an art class, and it's actually, if you look up close, there's fingerprints on the painting itself. So the whole painting was created from her fingerprints. So the DNA lab here at Marshall University, we converted the old football locker at Fairfield Stadium into a DNA lab. So this was the DNA lab, or this was the locker room that housed um, the victims from the 1970 plane crash. So to memorialize them here at uh, the Forensic Science Center, we kept one of the old lockers, and we also had a jersey with the number 75, which represents the 75 individuals that perished in the plane crash. Um, and also have a plaque sort of commemorating uh, those folks. Thank you for listening to All Things Crime. 
We are so grateful for all of our listeners. If you enjoyed this, please give us a positive review so other people can find it as well. Have an amazing All Things Crime Day.